This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Welcome back to another show of Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance. Folks, as always, if you have any questions here at CFG Wealth Management, give us a call, 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Joining us this morning, he's here. He's clear. He's Tony. (laughs) Tony Shore. Yeah, I am feeling good. Uh, Clear-minded, doing good today. Thanks, Travis, and thanks for having me on the show. Uh, Yeah, I mean, despite everything going on out there in the world, I mean, you know, it seems like the world's on fire or a pandemic, but we have to look at that glass as half full and... uh, do what we can to get through it. And I think, you know, just hang on to the fact that this too shall pass. I think we will overcome these things, but it's been a tough one. My son went off back to college and ended up getting COVID. So, uh, yeah, so he's, he's quarantined right now. And, um, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Holy cow is right. Uh, so anyway, uh, but I think we're going to make it. He's young, he's strong. He'll be fine. Uh, how about you, Travis? How have you been? Uh, 2020 has has been interesting. Um, we we've all been blessed. We've been healthy. Uh, my my office staff, uh, no one has had any interaction. Uh, you know, through doing our meetings, whether they're socially distanced, because we have uh, more than enough room to socially distance in our conference room and still be effective, or if we do vi- you know video chat. And I've actually been socially distanced for five years, in case you didn't know this, um, because actually it's going on six because my daughter's birthday is coming up. She's going to be six. So my wife and I, this is not something that was new to us. And actually, we were what you would call old pros at this. So we have we have essentially not noticed one iotas of difference, except for the 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 the. Uh, the where are you now moment the you know where were you in the in the in the whole toilet paper shortage of 2020 uh, we really haven't noticed a, a great deal of difference but uh we're good we're healthy everybody's good uh you know it's been a lot of it's been a lot of long you know long days of you know binge watching netflix i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> we've actually well, yeah. we've had a lot of we've had a lot of our of our client meetings like i said via via uh, zoom especially during the heat of the COVID in, in the, the first few, first few months. Uh, but, uh, you know, at, at nighttime, we have a little less drive time. So we have been getting home for dinner a little bit earlier. That's good. And getting the kids in bed and binge watching Yellowstone, as, as we talked about, there's always, uh, there's always positives. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a great show. Yellowstone, we were talking about that before the show. So there are options out there, things to do. It's like Dallas. It's like Dallas, but better. And I know there are some people that are hardcore Dallas fans that are probably going to send me some hate oh, mail. Oh no, but, no, uh, this is but this is on a whole different level as far as artistic value and acting. 
Oh yeah. my word. It is, it is crazy. Yeah. yeah. And, and to think, you know, this thing's been on two or three years and, uh, we literally just found it. And then I, I told you about it. Now you're into it. Yeah. So I can't wait till you get to the end of the season oh, three. So wait. we can, I don't, I don't want to give you any spoilers. No, it's going to be no a good spoilers because our listeners will want to watch too. But for some reason, just in the last year, maybe it's because of COVID or streaming, it's become really popular. So uh, you know, I can't believe the show's been around that long because it's, I just heard about it. So, uh, that's, but now I, everybody I talk to says, Oh, you got to see Yellowstone. So, Oh yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's a binge watchers paradise now because you know, you don't have movie, uh, you don't have movie theaters. You don't have the, the activities. Um, my, I think my daughters are about to go into DTs because they haven't been to Disney world, uh, yet for <laughs> 2020. Funny. So, you know, they're they're going into uh, not not detox trimmers, but Disney trimmers. Um, They're they're looking for that. uh, Every every time I turn around, my my six year old now, she'll be six in a few days. She says, uh, so, Daddy, are we are we really going to Disney World for my birthday? And I'm like, no, baby, we're not going to Disney oh, World for your birthday. Because no. <laughs> she was like, we, we, we haven't been in, in a while. And I'm like, babe, uh, we're going to have to wait and see how this goes. But no, we're not going to Disney World for your not birthday. This year. So. Next year. Next no, year. Yeah, maybe next year. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, uh, but yeah it's it's been Daddy good. Daddy will have to take out a small loan or sell off some investments. And then we'll go to Disney World I, next year. I ha- I have a I have a strong feeling I'm really gonna want uh, some really strong appreciation because the next time we go I'm, I would imagine we're gonna have to make up for lost time and uh, I do not know how expensive that trip's gonna be. Ouch! Well, the Disney World in general is <laughs> spendy, so uh, you know uh, you gotta have the fast pass and all that stuff. So it's <laughs> oh, yeah. it, it gets expensive. Well, uh, what are we talking about on the show today? Well, it's kind of funny that we've been we've actually been talking about and sharing stories about uh, kids and and, uh, you know, parents relationships and 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 the dynamic between because, you know, Tony, one of the one of the things that we talk about a lot is uh, 401ks and 401k planning is something that I think kind of goes un uh, I guess un uncultivated. It doesn't get talked about a lot because people just kind of, you know, they, this is the asset that's probably going to be the largest next to your home value, but it's also the, the asset where there's a lot of times people don't do things like check their beneficiary forms. You know, they start their 401k at their job. They never go back and update it. They just automatically assume it's just going to go to my kids. If something happens to me, you know, that's just predetermined when in actuality, it's not, uh, as it is with your retirement plan, it's got to be the same with the money and the legacy you leave behind you have to be intentional. You you can't just automatically assume that it's going to be done for you. Right. Uh, your spouse, obviously, 401k plans, if you're married because they are an ERISA plan, if you're married, you have to name your wife or spouse or husband as your beneficiary. Uh, but when it comes to contingents or backups, you really don't have any. Uh, there, There's no mandatory that you have to name your children or whomever. 
So, you know, one of the things I did want to mention today is as as we see uh, those that are getting close to retirement and, you know, if if they if they've done some planning ahead of time and maybe they've exercised uh, their in-service distribution, which is essentially a way for you to set the table before you sit down to eat. Uh, you know, if if you're if you're getting close to and you're over 59 and a half in most cases, a lot of plans will allow you to do what's called an in-service distribution. And what that means is you can go ahead and, and predetermine where you want your assets to go and you can do a rollover to an IRA. And then, of course, doesn't jeopardize your 401k. You can still keep contributing. They'll still keep matching. But it allows you to set the table prematurely. You don't have to wait till you retire to do that. That's called an in-service distribution. But when you do that, what you really want to focus on is not only your plan, but also your legacy plan or how you're going to leave your assets to your children and grandchildren because uh, here's a couple of things that we see from time to time. A lot of people still assume we're operating under the old rules, Tony, uh, and that is definitely not the case because, as you know, because we've talked about it on the show, uh, here at CFG Wealth Management, our goal is to give you the most up-to-date information we can. And one of the things that we talked about was the the change to the stretch IRA or beneficial IRA rules now that we have the SECURE Act. So, you know, Previously, the way that a, a retiree would pass their assets to their children is they could either take a lump sum, they could take it over five years, equals substantial distribution payments, or they would take it over the lifetime of the child, so, you know, up mm. to age 85. So so that was that was actually a pretty big windfall for those who took advantage of it because you didn't have to take it all out at one time and it would only be taxed as it was distributed. So you would obviously be, be taxed at a much, much lower tax environment and it would still be growing. So, I mean, that actually could have been and would have been saving grace for a lot of re retirees children. Uh, because of course, if you, if you're in that boat, let's say you're in your forties, fifties, social security, We've talked about it on the show. For those of us under the age of fifty, Tony, you and I, we're not gonna we're not gonna probably see Social Security the same way that those fifty and over will. That's true. So if you, if you were able to to inherit an IRA, then that could have been an income stream replacement that Social Security was not going to be able to provide. But that's not the case anymore. So need to make sure first and foremost the new rule changes for you beneficiaries and for you as mom and dad who may be leaving an asset to your children, make sure you remember the rule today is you don't have to take a lump sum distribution if you don't want to. You don't have to take it over five years. You just have to take the entire balance within 10 years of the death of the owner, original owner of the IRA. If you are a child, if you are a non-designated or a, uh, a designated beneficiary, but uh, you basically want to make sure that you don't miss that deadline, because think about this: uh, we've talked about it on the show, Tony. What is what is the largest penalty in the tax code for individuals uh, if they miss it? Miss what? Uh, if they miss uh, if they miss the required minimum distribution. Very good. So. And that actually applies to a beneficiary 
or a child inheriting their parents' assets, because let's say, for instance, um, you inherit $100,000 in an IRA from mom and dad, and, you know, mom passes, and you leave it in there, you just, you know, things happen, you don't really need the money, you forget about it. If all of a sudden, you know, 10 years later, you were like, holy crap, I missed the deadline. I should have taken it all. I didn't. Uh, let's say that 100000 grows to two hundred. Guess what? You have to pay 50% on oh. whatever you do not take. So it, it's really going to be painful for those who don't know the rules or yeah, don't. Fifty percent penalty is is huge. I mean that's fifty. That's crazy. Fifty percent penalty is is a gift that keeps on yeah. giving because that's the sting that just won't go Plus away. Plus the tax that doesn't even include the taxes you owe. Plus you have to claim the entire balance as taxable yeah. income. Yeah, that that sucks. Yeah. Uh, can I say that? On, is that one of the seven? No, words no, you can say George that because it is bad. <laughs> I, I mean, that does. Suck. So, uh, so I think that's really uh, something you want to avoid. But I think this illustrates, Travis, it's just one more reason you really want to work with a financial professional like yourself, who's going to be on top of these things and help you uh, along the way. So if you inherit a, a bunch of money like that or you're leaving it, uh, you want to be working with a financial professional to have a plan in place, have a strategy in place to know all the rules, all the ins and outs, I, because I bet a lot of our listeners out there did not know that. Well, you know, a lot of since football, <clears throat> since football's back in uh, back in season and, you know, we see all the time after games or before games, coaches talk about uh, unforced errors or, or making mental mistakes. Right. And they always talk about the offsides penalties. They talk about, you know, shouldn't have put his hands up, got a pass interference. They always talk about the the mental mistakes that really made the difference in whether the game was won or lost. And you're right. That's the reason why it's it's our job to make sure that retirees and that clients don't make those mistakes. But not only that, the beneficiaries of those clients, because let's face it, uh, we we don't want anyone to pay any more than is absolutely 100 percent necessary. Uh, and we want everything to go as seamless as we can to your kids and grandkids. Uh, I, Tony, one of the things I know, you know, I'm a big advocate of is is have your house in order, have your documents in order. And one of the ways I would say if you are, let's say you are a couple, you're in retirement or you're approaching retirement, you have, you know, one one, two, three kids, et cetera, four, ever how many, you know, one of the ways that you can, you can hopefully make sure that your children do not make mistakes or unforced errors, offside penalty, so to speak, is uh, write them of what's called a letter of instruction. That's the best love letter you will ever write to your children. And what that is, is that doesn't necessarily mean that you, you know, you have to tell all your kids what you're worth or your assets. If that makes you uncomfortable, that's fine. The letter of instruction is merely to to give them some do's and don'ts. You know, hey, uh, Johnny, Sally. Uh, your mom and I loved you very much. Whenever you know, if you're reading this letter, we've we've passed on. 
But you need to make sure that before you do anything, you go and you speak to Tom Smith, our attorney, or John Jones, our, our accountant, or, or whomever your your personal uh, representative is, or your attorney, your accountant, your financial advisor, and let them guide you through the process. Because unfortunately, a lot of beneficiaries uh, quickly find out any mistakes made in that process, Tony, they're irrevocable. You, you can't back up. Because a spouse can do anything that he or she or her husband or, or his wife or vice versa, doesn't matter, whatever the case may be. The spouse can always back up and punt. The children cannot. And I, I cannot envision a world where a parent would literally want to work their entire life and then have their child in, in a, a state of grief, a state of, of somewhat, you know, confusion, all of a sudden they make a decision, sign a paper, send it in, file paperwork. And, it, you know, what a, a husband and wife worked 30 or 40 years to build, uh, they actually give away 10, 12, 15 years of that, uh, that life's work because of making unnecessary mistakes and paying penalties and taxes and things that they normally wouldn't have had they had that instruction. So letter of instruction, it's not a legal document. It's not like your will. It's not like your trust. It's not going to be something that you're you're really going to need to go down to the courthouse and file. But it's something that you need to file in your personal documents. And it probably needs to be the first thing your kids are going to see when, God forbid, something happens to you to keep them from making unnecessary mistakes. Well, and yeah, you don't want to leave your spouse or your loved ones, your kids in a bad situation, you know, and nobody, nobody wants to do that. So have a legacy plan in place, uh, work it out as part of your strategy. And I think a big part of this too, Travis is beneficiary designations. And you talked a little bit about that. I think that's key, but, uh, what happens a lot of people, let's talk about this for a second. People with beneficiary designations, they don't realize, uh, how important that is because they think maybe, oh, I've got a will and I'll spell everything out in that. But the, the beneficiary designations on these accounts takes precedent over anything in a will, doesn't it? It absolutely does. That's a great point, folks. Uh, what Tony's describing is, I think we can all agree that we live in a very tumultuous time. I think that's something we can all agree on. But you've got a situation where in in almost every case case ruling you see, it's seven two eight one or nine zero where the Supreme Court upholds the beneficiaries. Uh, like Tony said, it overrides the will. Uh, that means if let's say for instance and actually there's a there's an article that I read was really kind of kind of uh, I guess like a, a bucket of cold water it's like holy cow that really happened there was a case Tony where I read about a husband and wife got divorced the wife got all the hard assets the husband got all the cash that was how they wanted to dissolve the 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 marriage at the end of the day, the husband never changed his pension and 401k over to his daughter, whom he wanted to inherit his assets. He just named in his will that his daughter would receive any and all assets at his passing. Well, guess who was named on the 401k and the IRAs and the assets? His ex-wife. The, 
his ex-wife and guess guess who got the assets was it the daughter named in the will or was it the ex-wife named in the beneficiary designation it was the ex the ex the ex-wife and guess who guess who sued the ex-wife the daughter the daughter guess who still lost and can you imagine the thanksgiving that that uh followed that lawsuit oh. because the the daughter sued the mother and the mother won the case because the beneficiary designation was upheld and they said that since he named her that was his wishes and even though the will was adopted afterwards that the beneficiary designation would hold yeah because that's yeah so, legally binding does it legally binding that overrides the the inheritance through the will so that's the reason why when you go to attorneys and they start talking about uh you know the the dissolution of assets and passing on you know your property and your home and your cars and all that stuff that's real property that's going to go through the will but your beneficiary designations your roth your, your traditional accounts. iras your rollovers any of your retirement accounts or accounts in general that can be named or use a beneficiary designation they're going to go to whomever is listed on that account. It's not going to go through probate. It's just going to go directly to the person at the passing and the filing of the necessary documents at their passing. So, you know, that's that's definitely something we want to watch out for. What what our recommendation is, is take a look, especially if you're retired or if you're retiring Take a look at what you're going to leave to your children and how you're going to leave your assets, because the good part about uh, Roth conversion or going ahead and taking that step today is obviously tax rates are probably going to be lower for retirees and pre-retirees today than they're going to be tomorrow. In most cases, that that's probably going to be true, uh, especially five, 10 years from now. So. If you go ahead and you leave uh, or do a Roth conversion and you leave a Roth to your child versus leaving a traditional IRA, uh, guess what? They don't pay taxes just like you don't pay taxes. And if you think they're going to be higher for you, think about what they're going to be for those that are working with the increase to Social Security and payroll taxes that's going to come later uh, with the increase to, you know, just marginal income, uh, income, et cetera, uh, with the overall increase to capital gains and dividend rates, depending on who who in the uh, the government is is actually calling the shots. So. You know, if you can leave your assets to your children, you probably want to consider in the potential for future tax increases. uh, You may want to consider at least either life insurance or Roth IRAs, because neither of those are going to fall back into Uncle Sam's purview. And personally, I'm all about leverage. I would like to leverage as much money as we possibly can into tax free, because if it's tax free, you never have to worry about if they change the game because it's already tax free. If it's always in a taxable environment, guess what? Whether it's you, your children, uh, if you're the owner or the beneficiary, you're always going to be subject to those rules, regs, and laws changing. So why not go ahead and eliminate that from the process? Well, yeah, there you go. I I think that makes perfect sense. Now, we're running out of time here. Is there anything else you want to add, Travis, before we have to go today? Absolutely. Tony, the one thing I believe COVID has also uh, has also given us is uh, that is a negative is complacency. I think a lot of times we since we saw the markets so, so uh, up and down and volatile in February and March, I think it froze a lot of people. And the fact that it's recovered as quickly as it has. 
The one thing I would say is I was preaching it in January, just like I'm telling you now, do not get complacent and just assume you're going to wait on the presidential election to to start your plan or true up your planning process, because there's always going to be a reason that you're going to wait on something else. Oh, well, this is coming around the corner. Well, there's Valentine's Day. I got to wait on that. Well, there's Easter. I got to yeah, wait on that. There's Father's Day. There's Labor Day. There's Memorial Day. There's Christmas. There's, there's Thanksgiving. The fires. There's Halloween. There's her- there's there's flag day i mean you're always going to have an excuse or a reason not to take action but that's really your biggest adversary and your biggest enemy is being complacent and not taking action and that's what we're here for let us help you not be complacent and go ahead and get on the right path give us a call 877-269-0839 and start your process today all right thanks travis and listeners that does it for today's episode of navigating your retirement with our host travis chance thank you for listening to navigating your retirement radio with travis chance Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC and TL Chance Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.